0: Check it out right now at gitladka.com. And there you have it, Piva.co. launched to help you not only keep track of your dog or your animals in general in case they're lost or stolen, but also to make sure all your medical writers, records from the vet perspective all stay in one place. You can have that history. They've shipped 300,000 of these chips. They believe about 176,000 have actually been installed and did over a million bucks in revenue last year with a team of 14 bootstrapped, which we love. Hey, folks. My guest today is Michael Hamilton. He's the founder and CEO of Peeva. That's P-E-E-V-A. Before uh, tuning into entrepreneurship, he developed more than a decade of experience in New York managing litigation support and e-discovery projects for some of the nation's largest law firms and corporations. All right, Michael, you ready to take us to the top?
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: What's an e-discovery project?
1: Electronic data discovery. It's just glorified photocopying
0: electronic format. There you go. Okay. So loop this now into what Piva is working on and how this has to do with pets and microchips.
1: Uh, It really has absolutely nothing to do with it other than um, ultimately dealing with large data sets. The pet problem is ultimately a data problem. The field of uh, veterinary care in general is extremely fragmented. Uh, It lags behind other industries technologically. And to resolve the uh, problem over missing pets, you have to resolve the data problem. That's what we're essentially doing with a critical mass of data. Um, PIVA is a universal pet tracking uh, system. So we can read any brand of microchip, Our microchips can be read by any brand of scanner. Uh, we're the first to read, record, analyze, catalog, any brand of microchip, regardless of the manufacturer. And we pair literally millions of pet microchip IDs with pet medical records in one centralized location. So that streamlines uh, veterinarian veterinary and shelter worker workflow to ensure that microchips are scanned and pet owners are instantly notified the exact second that their pets uh, microchips are scanned. So we're essentially two, you know, B2C and we're B2B, right? Yep. So that might get a little confusing when you want to start uh, talking about percentages, um, you know, ARR and, MRR and all
0: that, fun I would stuff. say, I'd say you're B2B, but really then it's, it's, it's C to D consumer to dog. Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> flush, okay. flushing that out. Yeah. Uh, help me understand uh, people are going to hear micro going to go, wait a second, wait a second. So let me just sort of break the down and try and dumb it down for me. Um, if I have, you know, a great golden retriever, um, he sees the vet once every, you know, two months, sometimes it's a different vet though, cause I'm on vacation or I'm moving around. How do you incentivize vets to submit the data could be different vets to your central database that then shows on the microchip.
1: Yeah, that's an excellent question with every hospital that we onboard, we take a hard look at the data, right? So we have a breakdown of every pet, you know, that has a microchip, uh, the brand of microchip, every pet that does not have a microchip, uh, the breakdown of how many pets, you know, how often they're seen that year. So we know exactly what we're getting into. So we're essentially providing a service for them by, you know, pulling all this data together, right? And then, you know, we're able to garner a critical mass because every pet that is already chipped with another brand is auto enrolled into PIVA at no cost to the hospital or uh, the pet owner. They just have to kind of confirm their accounts, right? But that's really, really important. Um, because Michael, wait. Are
0: you are you an aggregate? Do you also make your own chips, or are you just aggregating other people's chip data?
1: We distribute our own chips. Uh, we do not manufacture our own chips. We distribute them. Um, I see. We will register any brand of microchip, and to offset that upfront cost, right? Um, you know, that's yeah. are required to scan every pet or vet techs, every pet that comes in into their office. And then vet techs have, you know a line list of six or seven bullet points, the benefits of microchipping, specifically microchipping with Piva. They then register the pet on site, and then we bill the vet.
0: Got it. So what, what brand, I'm looking at your website right now. This is very interesting. It almost looks like a turkey syringe uh, iso compliant transponder that holds like it looks like a pill almost D- who's manufacturing these for you
1: uh, a company called wuxi in shanghai
0: okay how'd you i'm less interested in who they are i'm more interested in why you pick them
1: uh, our electrical engineers uh just vetted everybody out it, it was very important that they have what is called an iso certification see in the states part of the problem is not all microchips can be read by all microchip scanners because there's multiple distributors, multiple frequencies. So, um, you know, in Canada and the UK and everywhere else, they have a specific frequency. Um, so we chose that brand over the others to truly be a universal uh, microchip. But we can also read any other brand of microchip as well.
0: Yeah. What, so what does one of these things cost you?
1: Me? Well budget. not you
0: but the, the company the company piva what do you pay
1: like the, the, it's it's a volume game I mean if you got them individually they'd be really expensive but literally like less than a dollar like 60 cents I mean when you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of these things there they can come down and cost considerably.
0: Okay, interesting. So when you first launched, I'm gonna get your origin story here in a second. But when you first launched, what was the order size you you got as your sort of first, you know, slot of inventory? Are we talking like, like, like 1000 or 10,000 or a million or what?
1: No, no, 4000 chips.
0: Okay, okay, interesting. And so that cost you what something like 4000 bucks?
1: A little more than that at the time, uh, maybe closer to six.
0: Okay. So you don't have a real like capital allocation problem here. That's not a, I mean, that's an upfront cost, but it's not a heavy upfront cost.
1: No, no. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a volume game. It, it really truly is. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, in, in regards to our actual launch date, I mean, basically I started Piva LLC, like from a one bedroom apartment, like years ago, but we didn't actually start taking in revenue till, um, late 2018. We built, I mean, this has been very, very lean. It's been bootstrapping. My brother and I like to call it drip financing, if you will. Um, you know, so based on meeting milestones and having certain needs, then we throw more money in. And we, you know, it got pretty expensive. I mean, it was initially all my money in the beginning.
0: Uh, How so much did you put in yourself?
1: A couple hundred thousand. Basically. Did it make you, ner- it can- did that
0: make you nervous cry. at the time?
1: Um. No, it really didn't because I just had um, so much support at that time um, from the University at Buffalo, I mean, academic chairs. I mean, this was after like root cause analysis I had, um, you know, was offset by different grants. I also had buy-in from, you know, a highly uh, regarded veterinarian here that sold off two practices to a major corporation and then, um, you know. Once I started putting my own money in, it's just like it's kind of like a no lose situation. Plus, I was a single guy at the time. Just loved my dog. When I was a little kid, my dog was stolen. Never got him back. I identified the problem, and this truly is the only way to resolve the problem.
0: Yeah. Okay. This makes sense. So, so grants your own money at the beginning. Twenty fifteen got going. Twenty eighteen was first revenue. How many today? How many chips now have have, have been installed via PIBA? On. Um,
1: our chips uh, well, a lot of them have been distributed um, as far as how many have actually been implanted. we estimate i, I could I would say you know around one hundred and seventy six thousand
0: Wow, and how many have you shipped
1: uh, a little under three hundred thousand
0: interesting, so why would someone ask to be shipped one but then get nervous about actually installing it
1: it's not that at all. The problem is. Um, there are uh, free microchip registries. Uh, one in particular, uh, you know, has a class action lawsuit against it right now. They actually got shut down. Um, they were marketing themselves as a benefit to the public good by offering free registrations, but essentially they were just building up marketing lists. I mean, think about it. Whenever you're signing up for something free, you're,
0: you're open- the product.
1: That's spam. Now they know you're a pet owner, a dog owner, the breed, its age. You're, you, you can sell that data off for, you know, once, once the volume of the data grows. So does, you know, now that most consumer purchases are made online, um, you know, uh, online marketing firms and data brokers are willing to shell out, um, you know, a fair amount of money for those. Of for course. Them.
0: So you're not making money though on these chips though, right? You're you're selling. Tell me how you're making money. You're selling to the vet, right?
1: Uh we are providing inventory to vets. Yes, I would love to um sell to vets, but it's basically like we give them an inventory of chips. We provide them with kiosks, scanners, marketing literature. They um a bill the the pet owner, and then we build the vet. It's essentially a win-win for everybody. I
0: see. How do you know how much to build a vet each month? Is it based off how many of their customers they've got to sign up?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, uh, obviously any organization, whether you're selling red sweaters or milk, you're going to know exactly where your inventory was shipped, right? So we um, can, you know, track it by lot number, by range of microchips, and then just, we can bill them just in real time. We know exactly. I see how many
0: per month. what, um, so, so what, what are you billing the average vet today per month? Are we talking like a hundred bucks a month or like 10,000 a month?
1: Uh, so on average throughout all, all our hospitals, it works out to be about 488, um,
0: implants a month. Uh, uh, and is that a dollar? Is that a dollar per implant or something?
1: Uh, no, they actually right now. And, um, this is kind of causing some contention because we have to raise our pricing. Um, some vets are charging about $80 for a one-time fee. Some vets are charging as low as $40 for a one-time fee. And then we are literally um, going halfway with, 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 with the vets on it.
0: So oh, you don't have a fixed rate. You, you go a percent off their revenue.
1: We build them for every pet that is implanted. Not only do we, you, you know, yeah, you but know. as a
0: percent of their what they're charging, you're not setting the pricing.
1: Uh, it depends on where they are in the country. Like cities like New York, Austin, Boston, you know, they're willing to obviously pay a little more. Whereas cities in I, I don't know, um, in in the Midwest, certain places, they are um, not going to charge. Them.
0: Well, so what are you billing me? If I'm a hospital in the Midwest with 488 implants, what bill am I getting from PIVA most likely each month for about how much money?
1: I uh, multiply that times uh, 20. It works out to be um, you know, like, just on average. I mean, we have it broken down um, per hospital that we bill. So you know, if it's a 488 times whatever that is, times 20. So
0: yeah, it's about 10, 10 grand a month.
1: Yeah, 10 or 11,000 a month.
0: Interesting. Uh, honestly, I would say. And how how can they pay that if they're only charging the dog owner 80 bucks one time?
1: Um, we literally know what their price points are and we split right up the middle. So we know what they are charging.
0: So instead. it's not recurring then. If they charge 80 bucks one time and then it's free after that, you're only making 50% of 80 bucks one time.
1: Right, as of right now, um, you know, Barriers to entry, you know, we're industry newcomer. Um, we're competing against the status quo, which are owned by companies like Merck and Henry Sheen and, you know, multi-billion dollar organizations that have been around since the 90s. Um, you know, we got to come in and just basically say, take some scanners, take some kiosks, use us. Let's make you guys money. Right. I mean, and yeah. it was a really, really comfortable uh, Nathan, I'm not going to blow smoke. It was a really, really comfortable situation um, at at the beginning. Uh, well, what do
0: you mean? Like, what was what was revenue in 2020?
1: Like, I, I, I essentially was in a company. We didn't have to worry about social media. Our veterinary partners were essentially doing sales for us. Okay, so we were just billing them. It just totally neglected social, Facebook, all that stuff. Just wasn't in no
0: michael I get, I get all this but like help so like how many folks are on the team you can quantify this by saying how small your team is today right so how many are on the team full time today
1: okay as of today there are 14 of us
0: okay interesting so and they're all full time
1: uh yeah yeah
0: so, and you're bootstrapped or you decide to raise
1: we are we are bootstrapped um, love that know, we've finally gotten to the point where we're making more more money than uh and we're so
0: you're are prop you're profitable today then. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, uh, yeah,
0: okay. Um, I'm I'm rum- I'm going through this quick because we're about out of time. and I just want to get more of the data here. So so you're profitable. Team of fourteen, bootstrapped, which we love. Um, how many individual hospitals or vets are you in today that use you? Individual customers. It's
1: 251 at the moment.
0: Hospitals. Wow. Okay. So you think across the 251, you've got about 176 thousand installs.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, as of um, yeah installs. Yes, now obviously there are more um, non-paying customers. Obviously, I mean, I see. a shit ton more. Um, but what is what's really made us um, the most money recently? Um, you know, especially uh, this year over last year, and we're talking about like twelve hundred percent over is on um, the online stuff. Um,
0: Michael, hold on before you tell the online story though. So what what, total revenue last year was about how much Did you guys break a million? Yes. Okay. 2 million or no, between one and two.
1: So I don't really, you know, um, I'm a single dad, you know, I don't really like to, uh, share a lot of that information. um, unless I have to, I mean, in print, no problem. $79 is a barrier fee. I don't have to worry about certain people reading things, but anything that's, um, that's, that's. Um,
0: uh, Wait, why, sorry, Michael. Why, sorry, why does a single data have to do with how much data you share?
1: Well, you, well it's not, it's not data. It's, it's how much money I'm making. G-
0: got it. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I'm trying to understand the, the, I want to respect obviously any boundary you've set up, but I'm trying to understand the business, right? So if you did a, more than a million in 2020 and then you said you grew over 1200% year over year,
1: um, no, no, we, we grew 1200% over, tw- um, we have like between October, um, sorry, January one month to, to date or, or year to date, um, from, uh, January one to today, October twenty six over last year, we've grown over, 1200% uh, over 21
0: so if you're growing from a base of a million, twelve hundred percent, I mean that would put you. So that's so again,
1: like so. So again, you're getting a little confused between the B two C stuff and the B two B stuff, right? Um, you know, it's total. It's two separate. Um, it's it's two totally separate sales.
0: Michael, so, I'm just talking about revenue. I'm like, I'm just talking. I didn't talk B two B, B two C. I'm just
1: revenue. So all across the board, um. This year over last year at this time, uh, we've made uh, 991.8% over last year, 20.
0: Over full year last year or just January to October last year?
1: Uh, January to October 26th of last
0: year. Got it. You've made 900 times more revenue in that same period.
1: Nine, I'm sorry
0: percent, not 900. We, we Sorry, pay. percent, 900%. I, I meant to say nine X. You're not nine X increase would be 900%. Correct. I see. Um, wh- wh- when you say that there's a B2C model that I'm not understanding, you're right. I don't understand that. Where are you? How are, what are you selling to consumers? You're not selling direct to consumers. You're taking a percent of what the vet sells to their consumers. No, nope,
1: no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. So it's, Think of it as two different lines of business. Okay. So, straight to consumer is register any brand of microchip with PIVA online. So, as an added layer of protection, um, pet owners that have chips, pets implanted with chips offered by our competitors, will register with PIVA for a handful of reasons. Um, You know, we have different features and functions. We, as of right now, uh, we don't have an annual um, subscription model. We're a little more expensive on the front end, um, but, you know, we can say pay once, protect your pet for life. We also make what is called our API available to other legitimate registries so they don't have to register with the primary register a sec- registry a second time because um, that if somebody out of our, out of our network searches in another database, they'll say this pet was registered with Piva on such and such date, and then our telephone number will display. So, and you're not and,
0: making money though on it. It's a free. That's free. It's a free registration database for anyone with a dog.
1: No, no, it's fifty four ninety
0: five per month or per year. Per year. Per year. Okay, got it. So you charge consumers directly. They put their dog in your system to make sure that if their dog is stolen, you can find them or something like that.
1: I misspoke. It's, it's a one-time fee as of right now for fifty four ninety five.
0: I see. I see. The reason a dog owner would do that though, is if their dog gets lost or stolen and then that the person who stole it, the robber takes them to a vet, boom, it's going to get flagged and you're going to help them recover the dog.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Right. Got it. The model makes sense to me.
1: Yeah. Until now, um, um, it, it didn't really benefit. vets to actually scan a dog for a microchip because then they had to start searching through all these different registries. So by making the transfer of this vital health information quick and easy, it saves them time, right? And that saves them money and then provides better quality of care.
0: Yep. Michael, makes sense. We're out of time. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite book?
1: Uh, Catcher in the Rye.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
1: Uh, Mike Bloomberg is ultimately my favorite CEO.
0: Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building PIVA?
1: Um, (laughs) ASP.net.
0: Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, About seven. Okay, very good. And I think you said, mentioned not married, one kiddo, more kids? One, one. Yeah. One right now. Okay. And last question, something you wish you knew when you were, tw- or sorry, how old are you today? And then something you wish you knew when you were 20.
1: I am 45 years old today. Um, Something that I wish I knew when I was 20. Uh, do not start a tech company unless you have a tech co-founder or learn is as, as much about code as you possibly can. <laughs> and <Is> there- yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There you have it. Piva.co launched to help you not only keep track of your dog or your animals in general in case they're lost or stolen, but also to make sure all your medical records from the vet perspective all stay in one place. You can have that history. They've shipped 300,000 of these chips. They believe about 176,000 have actually been installed and did over a million bucks in revenue last year with a team of 14 bootstrapped, which we love. Michael, thanks for taking us to the top. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me.